Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Sylvia. And we're the co-founders of MindTeam Solutions. And we help leaders leverage communication and relationships to drive success. Uh, Josh and Sylvia here again, and we are going to be talking about an uh, interesting topic today. We're going to talk about networking, but not networking as you might generally think about it, you know, going to a networking event, trying to get business cards, so forth and so on, which is an interesting topic. We'll talk about that. And we have other content about that. But this in particular is about networking internally, networking within your organization. And so instead of calling it networking, I guess we'll call it building good relationships. Yeah, building possibly. internal relationships, I guess. Yeah, so uh, we we found a couple different articles and uh, both have some uh, our own personal uh, experiences dealing with this. So, uh, Sylvia, do you want to kick us off a little bit about uh, some of the things you were thinking about or, or found? Yeah, so I've got, uh, I've read a couple of articles that are probably no longer findable uh, because I've got an Inc. Magazine article from, I don't know, back in the day, <laughs> a couple of years ago. And it talks about how to network when you're not nervous at all. But actually, I want to get get go past the networking skills, per se, because we could probably do a whole podcast on, you know, so what should you do when you're networking? Or what should you do when you're handing somebody your business card? But this, since we're going to talk about internal networking, um, maybe to set the stage a little bit that when you're in a company, when you're in an organization, whether it's an association or, or a company, sometimes you don't think about networking internally. Um, and that's as important as if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner networking externally to get, to, to get clients um, internally. You need to network in order to know what's there, know what's out there in your own organization, to know who is in your organization, um, to, to, because how else will you move up or how else, if you're a leader, find other opportunities? Um, and even if you're higher up as a manager, just not be so alone if you don't network and reach out to other people. In your organization yeah so networking in the organization so con connection is is a piece of that uh, and also furthering yourself is a piece of that so you, yeah. you mentioned nervous ne uh, networking I read a nervous networking article kind of a, a connecting guide for for introverts and yes. we are both uh, on the introverted scale I'm probably a little closer to introverted than you are but we're, we're both kind of there so and and we've um, we found ways within our own organization uh, to manage the way our workflow and work energy, so to speak, you know, meeting a couple of days a week, working a little bit on our own, some mix of virtual meetings. So we found things that worked for us and our flow. Um, but, you know, what are some things that, uh, you know, large organizations, you know, big co corporate companies or just, you know, 50, 100 employees or hey, less than 10 doesn't matter. It's probably all the same. You know, but what are things that some of uh, these organizations, uh, you know, can do to facilitate it? Or if you are an individual, what can you personally uh, start to do? Yeah, well, the so one of the things that comes to mind and, and probably listeners need to know or may know from reading our bios, I don't know, that I come from a large organizational environment, like a major Fortune 50 company kind of an organization. 
So uh, well do I know, you know, even even though it was in the past somewhat, it's still the conditions still exist today. Um, that you need to get out of your own little silo, your own office, if you are, no matter where you are in the organization, get out of your office uh, and and find out where, find out what's going on. Be curious. That's probably one of the big tips. Be curious. So it's not, you're not, you don't want to be seen as going above your manager. You know, there's sometimes managers have this thing that, oh, you want to talk to another department. My gosh, are you going to leave my department or, or are you trying to go above me or beyond me? No, you're not trying to, don't, you know, don't leave that impression. You want to convey that you just want to know what other opportunities are out there. You can be a much better person. You can be a much more valued employee when you know other things going on in the organization that you can contribute to and even bring back into your organization. And I think that, that you just hit on it. I think, um, you know, knowing other people in different departments, you, you, you're able to bring other assets to the table, to the team, yeah. uh, you know, expand your knowledge base. Again, we, you know, we all have our own expertise and experience and, and narrow focus in lanes. But once you, if you open up that perspective, right, then, the the ideas can flow better and ultimately that that just betters the organization but yeah i think you're right being being curious and that i think that was a tip i saw too um about how to be a little less um uncomfortable at networking events just being naturally curious and asking questions and wanting to understand and learn about people um yeah. that's a great that's a great uh that's a great tip right there yeah. for people to take away and um, and I know you know other other things that companies do in their to to make their to have a culture of connectivity, uh, so to speak. Companies tend to organizations tend to. Uh, I I came from a technology environment, and so having those you know beer parties on Friday or or everybody has to go you know everybody goes out for a happy hour afterwards, and I, I kind of have an issue with drinking being the key. You know, the key uh, unifier for these events, they they tend to be that way sometimes, um, or having that foosball table that is supposed to be everybody gathers around and plays games and all that. You know, those are those are cute and effective somewhat. They ways attract of, people, maybe. They attract people, but they they tend to attract only certain kinds of people. Mm. And so again, if you're introverted or if you're quiet or more likely, if you're like, okay, I'm here for work, not social. A lot of times those are seen as social events. I know that's what, for me, um, when I was in corporate, my manager kept holding these after-hour gatherings, maybe once every month. And I, I had a life outside of work. And I was like, I don't need this. I, you know, I, I've got other stuff to do. And one day I was pulled in by a mentor who counseled me and mm -hmm. said, listen, you're seen as right now, you were seen as a non-team player. You're seen as an outsider. People don't have a positive opinion of you, even though you do your work and do your work well. Work is more than just that. And um, you know, you, people need to learn who you are. And so you need to come to some of these events, even if you drink water and you know, <laughs> ginger ale instead of beer, mm -hmm. and let people get to know you a little bit. Just you know, They don't need to know your personal, private life. But just get to know who Some. you are. It's like playing golf or anything else with yeah. other people. It's not social. It's not just social. Yeah. It's connecting. And, and well, it, you know, and social connecting is 
social, social in yeah. a sense, you know, and, and 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 I know what you mean by that. But and again, you don't you don't have to you don't have to show all your cards, so to speak. But uh, being a little bit uh, vulnerable, if you will, you yeah. know, kind of Brene Brown, um, you know, type of philosophy. You know, if you if you let people in, they let you in too. And I and I this all yeah. oh, and this plays out even in close personal relationships. Not to get into specific detail, not to get to, to particularly derailed. But you and I recently we had a conversation with someone who she was sharing a uh, personal relationship. Um, issue that she was working through and i then shared one that i had dealt with in the past and you shared one that you had dealt with in the past neither of us i don't think that's why none of us knew the other that the other this and and it wasn't that we were hiding it It, you know again it came up in context and i think both of us you know we don't dwell on these these negative experiences we learn from and move forward and this was an opportunity to share for the i think the sake of moving forward and learning right. and discussion, right? So, and I think that it kind of comes to another sort of networking relationship building tip is is give, mm. right? So if you're a little bit uncomfortable at work or at a networking event, how go in, not just what can I get out of it, but what can you give, right? So if you go and you want to, if you're again, drawing on the curious, you know, if you're curious and you want to understand people and what they need and what they want and what they're looking for and what matters to them, uh, both professional networking or in a company, you know, and also taking that step further with the company, what the company needs, then you might even yeah. find opportunities where you can do other things, take on more, put, uh, put a program in place, something that hasn't necessarily yeah. been done, but you see an opportunity. And if you've built good relationships with people higher up and across the board, then you're going to be able to get that buy-in and support behind you. Yeah. And, and we actually, that did come from this conversation that you just mentioned, um, that we learned by being transparent with each other, we learned of this team member, because it was a team member, we learned of a strength and have now use that strength mm-hmm. uh, to allow that person to do some more things, to, to take on more responsibility, yeah. uh, to help the organization grow. And it's also helping that team member grow. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's creating, creating that safe space of, uh, you know, again, only because we know each other and right. have a good relationship and there's trust there. And again, not all topics are always personal, but sometimes I mean, personal issues and experience can and do overflow into the workplace. And so there is a time and place where, although, you know, we, again, we're quote unquote, all business, it's not always all business all the time. And, and when there is a personal matter at hand, perhaps, you know, being able to help someone address it and move forward to get back into kind of a work productivity mindset is also, um, at least yeah. one component of that. And they're more productive then for the organization. Right. right. There were a couple, I don't know whether, a couple of other points Please. that when we were going through, we were having this conversation earlier, a um, couple of the points that I kind of wanted to bring up. One is the uh, the manager piece um, about it's lonelier as you move up the corporate or the organizational hierarchy. Uh, you know, Once you become a manager or a leader, whatever designation you're, you're given, you, the people who may have been your friends before, if you were and if you were not a manager in that organization, while they may be your friends outside of work, you can no longer have those same friend conversations once you move up the ladder. 
And especially for things like you're now responsible for maybe people's performance, for salaries, for for company decisions that aren't fully formed yet. And so, and I know as a manager for me, I mean, you, you have these situations. There was one, there was an employee at one point who we had to deal with body odor for that employee. And I mean, you can't kind of talk to other employees about, hey, how do I handle this one person in my department who's got this issue that is an issue for the other department? You've got to talk to other managers. You need to talk to other people who've experienced that, and they're typically other managers. So you need to mix and you need to mingle with your level and above in terms of establishing relationships to handle those issues. Yeah, no, that's and that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about it perhaps that way. One thing I was thinking out as a uh, as a manager. So I was like you. I, I was I was a manager of people, and I was younger. Than them. Yeah. Okay. So this was a dynamic, and this is probably a, a broader, bit longer topic, but it's a, it's a, it's a similar situation and a tough line to follow because you need to, you need to give respect in order to earn respect. That was what okay. I found worked for me. So it was sort of, and I kept a friendly relationship. Uh, you know, friends. I don't know if friends is quite strong, but I, you know, look, I, I went to, I went to lunch. I played golf with, okay. I, you know, uh, went to, you know, their personal shows of past employees, bosses, managers, where we did have outside the, our relationships started at work right. and they started right. in these roles and we still have, so it is possible. I think that's, um, you know, there, you can still cultivate a friendly relationship okay. with people. Um, but it is, it is it does set yourself up for a tough line to tiptoe yes about you know when do i need to say something or discipline and that i think has to come with a even again a level of trust a level of self confidence and even just you know look you you and i have a great relationships a great relationship and you know generally we agree but in sometimes working through an issue we're coming at it from different ways and it takes some back and forth Sometimes a mm-hmm. little bit uh, headbutting seems mm-hmm. strong, but running into like a yeah. wall, you know, a little bit to kind of come back and say, here's how we course correct. So uh, anyhow, just a couple little interesting uh, kind of tidbits that yeah. play along to that. Yeah. And then, I mean, the last, I know this is going a little long, but it'll, the last item that, it, that was on my mind in terms of um, the, the building relationships is concerned, which is kind of our topic, <laughs> is for people to realize that the organizational chart is one thing, that written or that online chart that shows you who reports to whom and who's in what department. That's the org chart, the organizational chart. Something I learned years ago and still exists, there's also an influence chart. And I was challenged by a mentor years ago to map out, take the org chart and then map out the influence chart because there are people who are not in the higher level positions who have greater influence in an organization than you might think. And those would be people to also reach out to and cultivate relationships. Uh, Case in point, the executive assistant to one of the top level managers in an organization may not necessarily be on the org chart as a higher up, so to speak, even though the line probably links to the executive, 
but he or she may have tremendous influence mm -hmm. across the organization. Access, gatekeeper That's right. type of level. Yeah. And you best believe I got to know and build relationships with many an admin person because administrators, the, sale, the person who entered the sales results into the system, he was an administrator, uh, kind of lower level on the org chart. But when it came to the end of the month and the whole team needed their, their input into the system, it, he handled several teams. Mm -hmm. And it was the team, it was those of us who built the relationship with him that he entered our stuff first. <laughs> so, th th yeah, that is, so that is a great tip. So it's not just about building relationships at the top and then That's treating right. the lower levels like dirt. And this comes back, you know, from my years of sales experience. One of the things that I was taught and always preached to my team is that, be respectful to everybody yeah. in the organization. So if you are a salesperson going into a company, if you are a potential new hire, look, say hello to the janitor. That's right. You know, be friendly with the person at the front desk. You know, everyone you interact, you know, perhaps think about it a little consciously. Maybe you want to smile a little bit because that's what people are going to see as they're walking in because, you know, com companies are made up of people and they're going to yeah. make you know, quick judgments about you and nobody wants to make a mistake. And even if it's just a, Hey, what do you think of that person? Or, Hey, you know, you did something that was exceptional and sometimes exceptional is just not, you know, not being rude and just being, you know, kind to people, In this day, and, and unfo <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. but you know, so, you know, that, that can go a long way towards, um, helping you get to where you want to go. So just, you know, to build relationships with, everybody and yeah. don't and and don't take that for granted so yeah. so um, that's all part of what we call what you might think of you know we might hear the word networking but networking is really like you said reaching out building those relationships and uh we may address a little more of this at some other time thank you for listening and we hope you've enjoyed today's episode and if you like what you heard Share this with others and connect with us at mindteamsolutions.com.